Hello everyone and welcome to episode 31 of the Nerd Room, where we talk all things comics and movies. I'm one of your hosts, Sanjay. I'm Troy. So Troy, Tim is off gallivanting across the universe and he doesn't have time for us anymore, so he's not here with us this week. But instead we have a special guest host. I'll let you introduce him. That's right, we have the man, the legend himself, Wayne. Wayne Allen's here to join us. Uh, you might know him on Twitter as Zero X. Uh, this guy got me to comics big time. You know, he knows his stuff from anime to comics, movies, he has it all. So, Wayne, introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Wayne. Um, I've been into comic books for a very long time since I was, you know, nine or ten years old. Nice. First got into Dragon Ball, like a lot of kids at that age. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. And then just the whole snowballed into anime and drawing, Jap even too. Drawing yep. and Japanese yeah. animation, and then that bled over into the comic books, and then it just literally snowball from there sure <laughs> i've been like mainly focusing on the big story arcs yeah yeah you know whatever marvel is doing at the time um over the years i've kind of slowed down because it's just so much to, so much to collect because i have a pretty big collection over the years mm -hmm. but mainly mm -hmm. i uh mainly i just love comic books love learning nerd culture i think yeah. it's great right now we're kind of in a renaissance when yes. we have the yes. netflix shows and all these tv shows and all these movies yeah and the like, cosplay exactly right. that too yeah yeah so would you say then you you read mostly marvel you read mostly dc mostly image i used to read image a lot back in the day uh mainly around like rob liefeld jim lee era and then when image started kind of to go downhill and kind of switch over to marvel because mm -hmm. that's where a lot of my base was um but now as of late since we're getting so many dc properties in media tv shows and movies i started to pick up more of the dc stuff you know i catching up on like the crisis of infinite earth storyline mm -hmm. everything how it affected that and then the flashpoint storyline as well but it's kind of like dc make up your mind you're constantly setting the universe <laughs> yeah so kind of hard for me to keep absolutely. up absolutely yeah. yeah, we're gonna get into that too because we got that going on with marvel yes so uh, absolutely. stay tuned for that talk yeah. <laughs> so um this week you know troy how was your week in nerding oh my goodness this is crazy we had star wars <laughs> celebration going down we got some huge trailers a lot of stuff has happened this week. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, I finally made it out to X-Men Apocalypse, and uh, I must say I did not agree with your guys' review. Yeah. Were you, yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you see? Because I, I, I didn't like that movie, so I know Elliot loved that movie, and I didn't like that movie. So were you on the Elliot side or my side? Definitely more on the Elliot side. Yeah. I love that movie. You nice. know, I On Twitter, I said it was the second best X-Men. I'm going to recant and say it's the third best. <laughs> not as good as Days of Future Past or yeah. X2, but it was a lot of fun, cool. enjoyable, great action. Definitely rewatchable. Wayne, have you seen this one? Yes, I have. Yeah. And I'm siding more along with Troy. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> the, the CG for that movie is unacceptable in 2016. Yeah, sure. yeah I definitely. definitely noticed, especially the opening scene in Egypt. Oh, yeah. That yeah. took me out of the film right away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It definitely has its words, but... Uh, mm -hmm. I'm looking. I'm willing to look past it. All right, so let's uh, get started, shall we? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so the weekly box office—a bit of a shocker. Opening up at number one, or actually second week at number one, is *The Secret Life of Pets*, and then everyone's favorite movie to talk about on the internet, *Ghostbusters*, opens up at number two. Mm -hmm. What are your guys' thoughts of this? Have you seen it yet, or have you seen any of these movies yet? I haven't made it out to see um, either of them. 
Yeah, okay. Actually, uh, I'm actually looking forward to Ghostbusters because I'm hearing a good positive vibe. I heard it's actually a really funny movie. Yeah. And I, I hear it's a, it's a good setup for the next one going on forward. Um, I believe uh, was it Sony that did this movie. Yeah. I think one of the yeah. Sony executives actually tweeted today saying that we're definitely doing a sequel. Nice. So um, that's great. Um, but no, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so same here. Um, you know, I really like Paul Feig and Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCartney. Um, their movie Bridesmaids to me is top five funniest movies of all time. Awesome. Yep. Love that movie movie unfortunately i haven't seen ghostbusters yet but i'm you know i'm looking forward to it put up at number one wayne have you seen these movies yet no i haven't i i want to see it but i kind of have tapered off and i think partly is because of all the all the talk on the internet mm-hmm. all the negative press it's been getting mm-hmm. i also read a couple weeks prior before the movie came out that sony's interested in creating a ghostbuster cinematic universe that's what i heard too so i'm yep. really interested to see where they can go if they're gonna have like an off ghostbusters sequel yeah for the movie oh, okay and how and how that would work right yeah because the original ghostbusters the living ones anyway yeah there there's cameos in the movie mm-hmm. and if they're gonna cameo give cameos to the original ones how are they gonna extend the universe beyond it without having the four main ghostbusters yeah characters? yeah that kind of worries me because sony's kind of a little universe building trigger happy they yeah. want to do it with the 21 jump street men in black they want to do it with spider-man oh god and now here we are with, uh, with ghostbusters <laughs> yeah right? like, what, what's next yeah, yeah so I, I hope they kind of pump the brakes on that a little bit what do you guys make of all the controversy i mean um you know, it's kind of quite contrived. I think it's kind of silly. Just because they're women doesn't yeah. mean they can't make a funny movie. Yeah. I think it has more to do with the fact that they're rebooting such a beloved property. Like, if they rebooted, I think... What's what's that one? Uh, where they go back in time? Oh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Yeah. If they rebooted that, you know... Tim raise his fist. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I think if they rebooted that, then people would be upset. But it's unacceptable. Some of the stuff I've been hearing that these poor women have endured just because yeah. they wanted to make a funny movie... Mm-hmm. It's unacceptable, guys. Knock it off. At least see the movie before you make a judgment. I mean, I saw Fantastic Four in theaters, and it was horrible, but Mm. at least I saw it. Yeah. So that's my my, uh, 10-second rant out there. See the movie. Leave these girls alone. They're all funny. I think all four of them are hilarious. Definitely. Uh, My cousin Baron saw it. He really loved it, so I'm in. Nice. Should we move on to some more positive news? Yeah, keeping it with uh, some figures, some numbers, right? Yeah, so initially when I sent this out, the outline to you, Troy, the website that I frequent is uh, Pro Box Office. Okay. And they had pegged Suicide Squad to open at $98 million and then finish with a total of $275 million. But those numbers have now been updated. Okay. But the new estimate has it opening at $119 million for a total of 340 in North America. What are your guys' thoughts? Is that uh, too high, too low? Do you think it's going to do that or what? So domestically, they have it opening at a hundred and hundred nineteen million wow, domestically. Yeah, that's that's huge. That's that's jumping the gun a little bit there because I mean, look at Batman v Superman. Uh, what did that do? A hundred and uh, I think a hundred sixty opening. One hundred sixty, and those are the you know the three most iconic superheroes apart from Spider-Man, right? Yeah. And that movie struggled. This you have Harley Quinn and Joker riding for you. Um, I don't see them making that number. I, the the projected number before the ninety-eight sounds a little more comfortable in my opinion. Anything more than that, I think, is uh, a little outrageous. Yeah, I think they're banking on positive word of mouth. I mean, the people have seen this online. Mm-hmm. It has been shown, and they seem to really like it. Nice. Um, hopefully, it's good. Uh, Wayne, what are your thoughts? Uh, I I think that the one nineteen million is. Is a little high. Yeah. Is a little high considering that this is the first and hopefully a series of Suicide Squad movies. Yeah. So I think maybe the 9,800 is a very good estimate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think if it's going to hit the 340 million for North America, 
it's going to be based off the of word of mouth. It's yeah. going to yeah. be repeat showings. Mm-hmm. If they nail the humor and the action, it's a little bit more upbeat yeah. than the Depression Fest that was that <laughs> BVS. Yeah. <laughs> then, you know, it, it should do well because yeah. I find myself laughing at the trailers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's not a comedy, which is it's just great. Yeah. It yeah. kind of reminds me of um, when Joss Whedon first released a trailer for event, for the first Avengers movie. Wow. Yeah. There was a lot of jokes that people didn't... It was. That weren't supposed to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, look how big that movie did. That's yeah, right. that's true. For sure. And it's all yeah. organic, too. It wasn't forced comedy or humor, right? Yeah. It's such an ensemble in this movie. So, so. I think that... I think that if it does nail the humor, mm-hmm. nail the action right, mm-hmm. and doesn't go overboard with trying to make this story something else other than what other than what they're advertising, I think it's going to do really, really well. I think it may even be like top three of the year. Wow! Wow! Yeah! Yeah! yeah. 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 No, I don't disagree. Um, I I think you know with uh, opening at 119 million, I think that might be even a little too low. You know, I'm going to take the opposite side of this argument. Nice. Okay, because I, you know, I'm the big DC fanboy here, so oh, yeah. people are probably saying like, oh, "Okay, here we go again, Sanjay." But no, <laughs> let me hear you out. Okay, this movie is killing it. The marketing has been fantastic. You see all the posters, all the T-shirts that kids are wearing these days. Um, the social media of this is through the roof. I think they said it's the um, the best uh, tracking movie in social media wise all year, even wow. beating like Star Wars and Ghostbusters, and it's still three weeks out. You know, I think that a lot of people really want this to do well, and I believe in David Ayer. He did Fury. He wrote the script for Training Day. He also did End of Watch. The dude can uh, direct. He's sure. a great director. For sure. And, and going off Fury, he's great with handling a bunch of characters at once, right? Yeah. So, no, absolutely. Yeah, this, is, this could be pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So one last point uh, before we move on. Um, did you guys read about uh, about them showing Bat the Batman going after the criminals like that? Point of view? Yeah. yeah. Like the criminals are actually terrified. So yeah. you get that point of view of the criminals looking at the Batman like, this guy's crazy that right? yeah. that definitely sold me when i read yes. that i'm like i'm interested in yes. that yeah I love that. absolutely that's really cool did you guys catch out the tv spot too that they just dropped as well yeah the, yeah the last final trailer, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah yeah no that was awesome just yeah. to put some perspective on these numbers so if it does hit 119 million opening weekend it will already become the highest grossing dc comics movie to not include batman or superman in the movie Batman has a small cameo, but it's not based around him. Right. So it would already become, like, I think number 10 all time in DC comic book movie history. Beating out, I mean, there's not a lot to choose from that don't right. include Batman and Superman in <laughs> <Cat> DC. <laughs> Catwoman, uh, Watchmen, V for Vendetta. Hey. So it just shows how important this movie is for the DC universe. I think it's the most important movie of the year because it's more important than Batman vs. Superman because. Okay, Batman and Superman, you know that's going to do well, and critics didn't like it, a lot of fans didn't like it. If this movie, you know, bucks that trend and leaves a good taste in viewers' mouths, then they're going to want to come back for Wonder Woman and Justice League, and then the DCU is back on track. But if this movie bombs, DCU is in major trouble. Like, a lot is riding on this movie. Definitely, especially when there was already talks of a Harley Quinn movie standalone film, right? So yeah, there is a lot writing on this. Speaking of Wonder Woman and the next movie that comes out in the DC Cinematic Universe, we got our first uh, official synopsis, some set photos, right. um, some talking with the director. Did you guys catch any of this? I did. Um, I saw the set photos, and I did uh, check up on the synopsis, and I, I, I like the news of um, Jeff Johns. Yeah, you know, uh, writing for this now, so uh, I'm excited. But I've, I've always been excited for this movie. She was my actually one of my favorite parts of BBS, apart from Batman. Yeah, so I'm super excited. The set photos, though, I don't really like. We have the iconic Wonder Woman, you know, crossing her arms, the yeah, shield and yeah. pose, and it looks so cosplay. It looks so like, <laughs> model touched up, like it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's not very good. 
Yeah. But we have another photo on the left hand where she's drawing her sword and she has the shield out. That seems a little cool, a little more dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, her armor looks a little too colorful too. I guess it's it's new armor because it's, it's, it takes place before BVS, so I guess that's why it's so polished. I, I I'm, I'm missing some grit. A little, little bit of darkness to these photos, I guess. So. Well, they tried that with Batman vs. Superman. You guys crapped all over that movie, so... <laughs> what do you guys want? But, you know, when I saw the press photos for BVS and Wonder Woman, I was sold. I really liked the look they went through there. But, yeah. again, I guess time has passed. Her suit's probably gotten a little darker and rusty, or whatever the case is. So, yeah, what's your guys' thoughts on, on all this? You know, I think DC with uh, Zack Snyder, he's going to kind of have his own universe. And then, so that movies will be... Or those movies will be a little bit less um, colorful... And then I think the solo characters will have their own movies. Like expect one or Wonder Woman to be colorful, Aquaman, Flash, you know, Cyborg. All those solo films will probably be more colorful than you see in Batman vs Superman. At least that's my takeaway from it. Yeah. Wayne, what do you think? I'm just happy we're not getting a cheesy live action TV show. Yeah, <laughs> that show was terrible. <laughs> Amazon's? <laughs> oh no, it was 2011. There was yeah. a oh, Joss Whedon's. Is it Joss Whedon's uh, write up that he's gonna I, script? I don't know because yeah. they they shot a pilot for. That's it. right, he's Joss yeah. Whedon's. Yeah, that yeah. Was. and it was like terrible. Yeah, like yeah. it was cheesy. Like you're saying that the costume looks bad in those pictures. <laughs> yeah, it looked like it just looked terrible. <laughs> it looked yeah. worse than cost. That's right. Yeah. But I think I I I'm holding off on my expectations of the movie mm-hmm. simply because. It's her first movie. Yeah. And I think it might fall into the trap of being a first movie. It fall into the universe building where it has to do setup. Yeah. Established yeah. characters. Kind of like the first Thor, first Captain America, mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. Iron Man. Even BVS in a way because that's a lot oh, of setup. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And not to detract from, you know, Jeff Johns because he's an amazing comic book writer. Mm-hmm. Him, like, kind of being the person kind of guides the DCU is great because he knows what he's doing. Yep. I, yeah. heard, I read a couple months ago that he's given the TV side of DC more room to use certain characters. Oh, I've been good. noticing that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I don't know if your viewers may re- realize this, but in season two of Arrow, they had the Suicide Squad. I'm holding some up in quotes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we even did a little cameo for Harley Quinn. That's voice. right, yeah. Tara Strong, yeah. And yeah. then you read that they actually had to kill that entire arc off in yeah. the yeah. TV show because DC movie yeah. didn't want the music because they're obviously developing the suicide film, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that, you know, I think they could definitely come up with better, more stories, use more of the DC universe to create these stories mm-hmm. with somebody like Jeff Johns who understands that in order to use to make a story and make a compelling story, you actually have to have your hands free to use the characters and create them. So I think him being attached to Wonder Woman yeah. is fantastic for yeah. everybody. It's a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. I think Gal Gadot, who plays Wonder Woman, yeah. she's great in BVS. I yes. thought she was mm-hmm. awesome. She kicked ass. Oh, yeah, never, yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. I think she's, I think, you know, people who said that she wasn't a good you know, she didn't have the right build or whatever, like, whatever, she's great. Look how many people were, like, n- I don't want to say angry, but, like, disappointed that they chose Affleck as Batman. Yeah. And he was the best He's part the of the movie. Even yeah, worse. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I think that, like, this movie's going to be, it's going to it's gonna have a good, solid base. If it does mind-blowing numbers, great. If it doesn't, as long as it's solid, yeah. does the things it needs to do to build the universe, yeah. Wonder Woman 2 is where we'll start to see it to shine, kind of like with Captain America's yeah. mm-hmm. Winter Soldier, where it just, we have the universe, now we can do whatever we want. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be a box office blow, it just has to be critically accepted. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. No, that's a good point. So, what do you guys make of the first little plot details that we have it taking place in World War One, which we kind of knew, but now it's confirmed, 
And then so Steve Trevor crashes on Amazon Island or Paradise Island and then Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor go back to the uh, to man's world to kind of stop this giant World War One. Mm-hmm. Do you guys like that? I mean, it seems pretty dark. It doesn't seem like this is going to be lighthearted at all. No, it seems like, because I think that's like the original pre, pre-New 52 origin yeah, story. Yeah, I believe least. it um, is. As long as they don't make her of clay. Um, (laughs) 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 i really um i I was really wishing they were gonna adapt a little bit more of the new 52 storyline where it's so greek mythology based right where she's going up against um haiti not haiti well she is going up against hades but she's trained by um Ares, the god of war and she even becomes the god of war like i love that aspect and apollo's her brother like i was really wishing we get a little bit more of that god uh, kind of uh, storytelling, but you know what? This, this, I'm still intrigued. I'm still uh, looking forward to what they're going to do with this. Story. Well, Troy, you're in luck because uh, yeah. Sean Bean is playing Ares, God of War. So oh, well, that uh... means he's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he actually though? He's playing Ares. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's well, that's he's in the movie, and that's what he's rumored to be playing. Nice. So I assume he's going to be playing Ares. So I love that though. That's 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 nice. So the director Patty Jenkins, she uh, in her interview, she said back in 2005, she approached warner brothers about doing a wonder woman solo movie but she was pregnant at the time so she put it off and um, it never got made so she clearly is a big fan of wonder woman does this really you know bode well for the project having a fan helmet i i definitely think so um as long as you know she has a deep understanding of the character she's not trying to turn it into something else yeah as long as she's respectful of the source material. I mean, there's a, a lot of Wonder Woman stories yeah. source material that she can draw from. Sure. Mm-hmm. However, I think that with, you know, the Warner Brothers creative team, we're not going to make her, we're not going to allow her to just do whatever she wants, i.e. Zack Snyder and all the mistakes that he made. Yes. Yeah. I think that because it's an origin movie and it's going to have a, like a very, I want to say tight or narrow, but very directed path for it mm-hmm. so she's gonna have her story i think if she loves the character as much as people think she does it's gonna be fantastic yeah absolutely agree yeah, yeah. there's nothing wrong with having fans work on projects no like star wars yeah, yeah right? exactly yeah you know Troy, you brought up an interesting comment about josh whedon and uh wonder woman when you mentioned uh josh whedon and uh, his uh wonder woman project yes. it's actually kind of funny if you get the uh, old trade for i think it's infinite crisis or identity crisis okay he actually writes the uh forward on that and in it, he talks about him writing the Wonder Woman movie and how it's going to be so good and stuff. So, wow. yeah, it's interesting that it was that far along and then they pulled the curtains on him. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's well, I think what they were trying to do is set up a shared universe with Nolan's Batman, the guy who plays Superman, but he's Adam now. Uh, oh, yes. Brandon, uh, Brandon Routh. Yeah, Ralph, Brandon Routh, Superman, and yeah. then this new Wonder Woman. I don't think they got into casting yet, but it seemed like they were so close. You yeah. know, what could have been? I mean,. It might have been awesome, but then he for sure he wouldn't have been doing the Avengers. Definitely not. It's, yeah. it's actually weird times in WB then because they were doing that. They're doing the Batman and they're doing the Brandon Ralph Superman and Wonder Woman. But then they also had a side project where they're doing like a young Justice League. And yeah. they had um, Army Hammer yeah. from the social network. He was going to play like Bruce Wayne and they had another guy playing Superman. So it was like they had two movies, two universes going on at once, which yeah. I thought was really weird. Right? Yeah. And they even, had, they even made it up to costume design. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, George Miller was set to direct. Really? Yeah, from Mad Max fame. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit crazy when you think, when you look back, like, you know, five, six years ago, who was involved with what and how it's changed. You're like, oh, wow. I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah. 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 Tom Cruise is Iron Man, right? I don't know. I still would have watched it. (laughs) Yeah, but it's (laughs) you. Back in 2000, what was it, six? 
We never even thought we'd dream of getting like a Iron Man, right. Thor, Captain America movie. Ant Man. Yeah. Like, Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy, right? Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. all these obscure. Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. a big one. That's a yeah. big one. So, sh- should we uh, move on to our latest DC rumor? I mean, this is what happens when Tim's not here. I kind of take over and make it all about DC. I'm sorry, Tim. <laughs> but, <laughs> the rebirth episode. Yeah. <laughs> the re rebirth. Uh, you guys see this rumor about what Ben Affleck's Batman movie might potentially be about? Uh, apparently, the rumor states that it's going to take place inside Arkham Asylum. He'll be battling all his greatest foes, and it'll be based kind of on the video game, kind of on the Grant Morrison um, story. Nice. I did hear about this. It's very interesting. I heard he's going to be taking on like a bunch of like lower-level villains that we've never really seen in the, the cinematic universe yet, which is kind of cool. It kind of reminds me a little bit, going back to Warner Brothers before, when they are talking about uh, expanding other movies, uh, Supermax, the Green Arrow yes. movie, where it's setting him in prison, and he's taking all these villains. So it kind of has a little bit of that feel going on. It's going to be a little difficult to do a movie, though, you know, that takes place in this one prison the arkham asylum to do i mean you could do it you know like um judge dread have you guys seen the latest dread yes. yes yeah you know so you could kind of do something cool like that but um i don't know i don't, I don't really want an arkham i think we were no? kind of arkhamed out really yeah i'm mean, I kind of arkham to fatigued you could say. <laughs> <laughs> i want i want um like a cool like i want a batman movie that rivals a winter soldier like something that's like a like a thriller and I really want to see Batman using his detective skills, which I'm sure you could do yeah. in an yeah. asylum-based movie. So, yeah, what yeah. are your guys' thoughts? I, I I think that if it is kind of loosely based around the video game, they're kind of limiting their storytelling options. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And that's the one thing that DC can't do. No. No. If they want to like do a, a Batman standalone... Give us a prequel. Give us the stuff that happened before BVS. Yeah. I think they're going that way, though. I think it's rumored that it is going to be like the Batman, the prequel. Oh, and, really? And, so. and it'll be good. But yeah. I, one of the questions I always had, yeah. and like from the trailer and from the movie, is like, what happened to Robin? Exactly. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I don't even think they know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and so I think this is a perfect opportunity for that for that solo Batman movie to show it. But are they just going to give it like a little bit of a feature in, within the movie of just a flashback? Right. Are they going to yeah. actually give you the actual moment and events leading up to it where Joker kills Robin allegedly? Right. Yeah. And, and it, I think it's going to be really cool because if this work is out to be a prequel and we're assuming that the Batman in Suicide Squad yeah. is before BVS. That's what I'm assuming, yeah. No, I, th- I think it takes place after because there's that line when he says, what if Superman had flown into the White House? And to me, that speaks of Superman's dead now, but what if he had, when he was alive, gone into the White House? Oh, see, I took it the other way around. He is still alive. Oh, that okay. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I, took it, I hear it the same way, because yeah. when you see, you see in like the one of the trailers where Batman's on top of Joker's Lamborghini. Yes. Yeah. And you can kind of glean from that and from the other trailers that Joker creates Harley Quinn. Yes. Yes. And so, the way that that means like that in the BVS world... Yeah. Post Superman's death, around around when Superman comes to Earth, Joker is no longer an issue. Harley right. Quinn is no longer an issue. No, enough to be an issue where Batman has to devote his attention because he has that line when he's talking to Clark Kent. We've had a problem with freak stretching up his clown. Exactly. Yeah. So that tells me yes. that the yes. Joker stuff is pre. Yeah. So yeah. they could definitely do a prequel and give you give you Jared Leto at the Joker again. Give you yes. Harley Quinn. Yes. Give you Killer Croc. Right. Give you all this. Give you all these villains that you want to see done well, given justice. Because as much as I love the Nolan Batman movies, mm-hmm. they're too grounded in reality. Yes. Yeah. Like a Killer Croc is not. 
grounded in reality. No, reality. <laughs> no. And I think no. it's great that you know he did amazing things with those movies. But now we're in the more fantastical, more comic book base. And I mm-hmm. think I would love if they were able to like you know he's in Arkham Asylum. And if anybody's ever played the game, yeah. go back and play. It's oh, yeah. really awesome especially that intro when he runs into killer croc for the very oh, first time man i had the chills it's <laughs> so good like yeah. you you owe yourself to, to play through that game if you haven't yeah yeah and if it's anything like that and they're able to incorporate a lot of the things in the in the batman universe mm-hmm. like the villains and the characters mr freeze right mr freeze that's why i'm like so excited but yeah i, I really hope it's a prequel no, that'd be cool. I mean, the one thing I will say about this is it does allow us to see a lot of cool villains that we haven't seen before, like a Clayface, maybe, um, you know, Killer Croc again, but uh, some of his other villains, like the Mad Hatter, or, you know, some, some of these other ones that haven't even made it to the screen yet, because, in my opinion, Batman has by far the best rogues gallery out there. Yeah, I agree. Him, him and Spidey. Yeah, oh, the one too, yeah. Him and Spider-Man have... I agree with you, 100%. Yeah, so, I mean, this would allow it. I mean, they always say the strength of DC is its villains. Yes. And with Suicide Squad coming out and that looking to be a hit, I mean, this would play on that with the uh, villains theme as well. So I'm excited. Um, The one thing is, you know, it kind of scares me when they say based on the game because I have yet to see a good movie based on a video game. (laughs) In that defense, though, it's one of the best superhero video games ever because most of the time superhero video games are how good track <laughs> true <laughs> but Street Fighter all two Mortal Kombat Resident Evil the list goes on and on how did Warcraft Warcraft did Warcraft did really well in, in China. China yeah right. surprised yeah. me I think it apparently made back its budget in China alone that, that has well, a huge budget wasn't yeah. it yeah I thought the movie quick, quick review of Warcraft I thought the movie was good <laughs> yeah. if you're a Warcraft fan you'll love the movie nice oh, okay but if you're not a Warcraft fan It'll just be generic. I'll check it out on probably uh, Blu-ray or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'll rent it. <laughs> so should we go into our Marvel section now? Damn, this is the point where you fast forward to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Marvel now. We're getting another relaunch from Marvel, including 30 new series. What do you guys make of this? I mean, people were kind of ragging on DC with uh, New 52 Rebirth. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they've only had two. This is, since I started reading comics, this has to be four or five. Yeah. seems like every year they're doing a relaunch or another set in continuity. What are your thoughts? I tell you what, when I uh, when you gave me the outline, I checked this out, and I was furious. I checked out the line. I saw the, the continuations that they're going with the stories, and I saw the brand new relaunches. And I'm looking up and down this list. Amazing Spider-Man is nowhere to be found. Instead, I see Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows, and then I see another story, which is, like, something to do with the clones. I'm like, where is Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah. You know? So I, I did some research, and I checked out Dan <laughs> Slott's tweet, and he said, calm down, there's some confusion. <laughs> there was a leak. We have yet to uh, announce Amazing Spider-Man's continuation, but it's happening. Because oh, okay. I was panicking, because the simple <laughs> fact, since 2013, they've given us Superior Spider-Man after yeah. 700 issues of Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Then they did um, Amazing Spider-Man reboot as well to go along with um, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 movie. Then they did another Amazing Spider-Man reboot, <laughs> which is currently the one we're in right now. And then our human talks that we're doing another reboot. Yeah, I'm like that's you know that's a lot of reboots. That's about four reboots from 2013 to 16. Wow, that's outrageous. That is. So, yeah, and is I'm, it all Peter Parker? It, it, well, it, it's all been Peter Parker, but then Doc Ock took over his body at one point for the Superior Spider-Man. Oh right, yeah. So once I found out everything was cool with Amazing Spider-Man, I was alright. But then I did some more research. Hawkeye has had two reboots within one year. Spider-Gwen, um, Silk, these guys have all had two relaunches within one year. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's crazy. And, and, you know, I like DC because I feel like DC, 
is trying to carry like legacy where you get yeah. to like 500 issues 600 issues you know action comics and detective comics are now at, like 957 i love that right yeah um, whereas i feel like marvel you can't make it past like 22 issues <laughs> yeah you know and <laughs> it's true let alone 12 like <laughs> right it's, it's it's crazy and the thing that bothers me is with the spider-man i looked at they're still continuing the same story but they're just bringing it down to one what? and the crazy thing is i think i can vouch for all of us here our first comic wasn't a number one that got us into comics no y- no you know what i mean well no. mine was new 52 number one but oh, yeah. uh, sorry i'm a little bit <laughs> of the norm <laughs> but um i mean i get why marvel does does it they they get great feedback they make some money but i think audiences will get tired of getting a number one of the prowler and then coming back and getting another number one of the prowler you mm-hmm. know so it makes sense if you're, you're relaunching a brand new character in the fold i get that but they need to pump the brakes a little bit on some of this stuff that being said, my last thing, Infamous Iron Man, I'm totally on board with. And, uh, and the Riri Williams Iron Man, I, I can't wait to pick up those two uh, mm-hmm. issues. So Just to go on your point about the constant relaunch, it does confuse fans. For sure. If they want to get into comic books, oh, Absolutely. this looks really cool. Like They pick up this issue and they're like, oh, this looks really good. I want to continue. And then they try to find the rest and they're not sure if they have volume one, volume two, exactly. yeah. volume five. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's one of the things that they... It's clearly written in the book but yeah. if you're not a comic book fan you don't realize what volume you're holding right you're gonna be confused and like why mm-hmm. is this why is number five telling this story but i get number six and it's telling a completely other story right yeah it's drawn differently yeah. like it just fragments the fan base definitely, yeah absolutely definitely. especially like you know I, I got boxes i gotta put my comics in and i'm like well how am i gonna label this yeah. <laughs> you know because i can't go issue 500 and 700 anymore mm. am i gonna go amazing spider-man 2015 and then 16 like you can't even fill up the comic boxes within that year so no it's so true i mean Part of the reason why I like DC is because when I go to pick up a book, you know, all the big heroes that I like, Batman, Superman, I go pick up a Superman, I go pick up a Batman, it's Bruce Wayne, Clark Kent, I go pick up a Spider-Man, for a while there, it wasn't Peter Parker, it was Doc Ock and yeah. uh, Peter Parker's brain, Yeah, you know, and then I go pick up, say, I don't even know, like, I go pick up a Captain America, and it's not Steve Rogers, or Sam Wilson, s- right? yeah, or yeah. S- Steve Rogers is like this old guy who's like 80 years old. So I think DC is really trying to, you know, it's funny that they're taking two different sides of this. DC is going back to the original characters and Marvel's going back to these new kind of new wave of heroes where all the original ones um, aren't actually the heroes anymore, (laughs) which is kind of strange because if you watch the movies, Iron Man is still Tony Stark and Mm -hmm. Steve Rogers is still Captain America. I I get why they're doing it, but with the movies, maybe they feel like it's been enough time where... You know, you're not going to see a movie now and just jump into comics, maybe. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, when they were coming out, you would, right? And that's why DC's universe is still young. Yeah. So maybe that's why they're going back to their originals. Whereas Marvel's cinematic universe is what already a decade old. That's right. Yeah, because like you and me and Tim were talking a couple episodes back. We we're just like, there's nothing wrong with relaunching your, your franchise, but it's a little too often, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially the fact that we got. Secret Wars, it ended, and then we got this all new, all different. Right now in the mix, we're in Civil War 2, and I'm already getting screenshots of Marvel Now 2.0, and I already see the new lineup. It's like, I haven't even finished this book yet. (laughs) I get your marketing, but you're kind of spoiling things at the same time. It's just, I think they just got to calm down a little bit and just give us at least two years of of these characters and let us get to know these characters and and tell us some stories here, right? And if you're going to tell us these stories and extend them, just... At least keep the numbering the same. You don't have yeah, to go all the way back exactly. to number one. It's one of the things that like kind of freaked me out. 
I was looking over the list. Actually, a lot of things stood out to me. First thing, where are the X-Men books? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was going to bring X. up that point. Yeah. Like, yeah. like X-Men has been a staple of Marvel yeah. for a very long oh, time. It, it, it through the 90s. Yeah. And so what? where are they? Yeah. yeah. Like, are they planning something else? They haven't announced it. Are they planning doing a, a, a hard relaunch, letting it cool down? Yeah. So going back to what you were saying about seeing the new lineup mm-hmm. and how like Doctor Doom is going to play Iron Man yeah. and then Riri yeah. is going to be also Iron Man. Yeah, Iron so Riri is going to be like the actual Tony Stark Iron Man, yeah. and okay. the infamous Iron Man is Doctor Doom, which takes over that international Iron Man. So my yeah. question is, what happened to Tony Stark? Yeah. Well, that's the thing, but it kind of spoils it because we know now after Civil War, Tony's not going to be he's either in prison or he's yeah. killed. Exactly. Or he's in yeah. a pocket and, universe and like going, <laughs> yeah. taking a side step into Civil War. Thinking like Tony Stark could die. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. he very well could die. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are we ready for that? Right. Because when they killed Cap back in the original Civil War at yeah. the very end, yeah. you're thinking, okay, cool. And they went through this whole process of bringing him back. Right. Yeah. And I think it's cool. However, I'm not sure if I'm ready to go read a, a 10 issue thing of reviving Tony Stark, mm-hmm. Iron Man, mm-hmm. just to yeah. sell comics. It feels I feel kind of used. Cheaped out a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you feel like Marvel goes to that well too often? I mean, Wolverine's dead. Yeah. Um, Captain Torch America, Human off. Torch, War Machine, Hulk. Do you feel like they're killing off their heroes too much? Like it's a, it seems like a marketing ploy almost. It, it, it does. does. It makes me wonder. Like I would love to be a fly in the wall in the decision making room about which characters to keep, yeah. which characters to kill off. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I was like two more com two one comic book I was surprised well not really surprised to see it was Jessica Jones yeah yeah I get it because the her comic book room where she had her own series from a couple years ago now that the Netflix series is out and they are going to do a season two after Defenders mm-hmm. I get why mm-hmm. people oh she's a Marvel hero okay cool let me try to find her books that mm-hmm. are from two early two thousands yeah. yeah so it's gonna be pretty hard to find so I think it's great that they're gonna give her more of a story. And then also it helps the showrunners who are going to be doing season two to give that give them more material to work from. Because if you guys don't know about Jessica Jones, she's a very thin character mm-hmm. in when she's not with Luke Cage. Yeah, she's definitely. a very thin character. Like most people know her because she's Luke Cage's wife. Exactly. And they've got a kid oh, okay. together. Exactly. So it's so like when I when I first heard that they were making the show, I'm like, cool, mm-hmm. Luke Cage's wife. So they're gonna have Luke Cage. Great. Yeah. However. As a standalone character, she's very, very thin backstory. Mm-hmm. Her like early, her like seventies, eighties stuff with the Avengers is very thin. Which is like Jewel, exactly, yeah. and it's <laughs> and it's completely different from what we see in the TV show, Definitely. and that's more close to the more recent comic series. So I think it's great if it's going to be a m- more mature story. Yeah. Fantastic, because that's what the show was. Yes. Yeah. Um, another thing is if they're going to be bringing back all these series, mm-hmm. where's Fantastic Four? Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. So, to answer your question with the X Men, it all ties in with Fox, I believe. So, yeah. Marvel's kind of at a point where it's like, well, why are we going to continue to create these stories and, and hire like top notch writers when Fox can just kind of piggyback now and take these stories? So, it kind of goes hand in hand. Fantastic Four, I have a feeling, uh, I have no connections. I have a feeling Fantastic Four is eventually Phase Four, Phase Five is going to come back to Marvel. It's going to come back home. And when they do do that, we're going to see Fantastic Four. And there's a little funny thing in Amazing Spider-Man now, Peter Parker kind of has the Iron Man role where he's like a billionaire playboy kind of figure, but he owns the Baxter building. 
Oh, and, and, he actually, and he actually had um, Johnny Storm works with them now, and he stays with them. And he told Johnny, "No, I I'm, I bought this place because I'm holding on to it until your family comes back." Yeah. So it's kind of a little bit foreshadowing that they yeah. will come back. Yeah. Um, the X Men they have an event coming up called Death of X. That's right. The X Men are are going to get taken out, but I think they're going down to just one book. There's just going to be one X Men book out of all the like six or seven. That's that we crazy. Used to have, which is yeah, it, it, it blows my mind. Yeah. And there's that uh, Terrigen Mist, I think it is. Tim's very familiar with this stuff, but it's been <laughs> uh, it's been killing off the mutant gene. So yeah. Oh, the, okay. X-Men, so we're down to a limited few. Yep. So interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. Um, but you know what? The Xbox has haven't been that great right now. Like I start off with Michael Bendis's all new X-Men, which is the X-Men from the past brought to future. It was cool for about ten issues, it's kind of fallen off. But the extraordinary X-Men right now is really cool. And I think that's what any X-Men fan is reading. Everything else has kind of been scrapped. So Yeah, I mean I'm a huge X-Men fan. I love the cartoon growing up, love the movies obviously. Mm-hmm. So if I was to jump into Marvel, the one thing I've always said is if they were to reboot X-Men and fully reboot it, so you know, you come and then it's Professor Xavier and he's recruiting these kids and you start from there. Mm-hmm. I'm there. I'm buying that issue. I'm f- following it until it ends. Yeah. Until they do that though, it's going to be tough for me to get in cuz you know, all these different characters it's just too much for me. Like, I'm sure we're going to read these and do kind of like a Marvel Now relaunching like we did with Rebirth for yeah. the podcast. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's just too much for me. I mean, and the X-Men, do you think they're going to be replaced by the Inhumans? That's what they're pushing. It's a strong push for the Inhumans, especially with the Civil War. They're really pushing them. Uh, this is the most Inhumans I've ever gotten, and I'm actually I'm liking what they're doing. Like, it's, it's, they're pretty uh, neat characters. But I think with the X-Men, what they really need to do is just kind of cut them down. We have so many mutants so who's really special? I think we need to just get yeah. down to a core 20 mutants and just keep it like that for a while. And I'm, maybe they're going to do that with this, this Terrigen Mist. That'd be a cool we'll story see. if you had like a group of like 100 or 200 and they're kind of like the last surviving mutants in right? the world. That'd be mm-hmm. kind of a cool different story. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, going back to your whole Inhumans thing, mm-hmm. um, I personally watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think cool. the show's actually not that bad. I, Tim, Tim loves it. Tim loves it. And, so they, a big fan. and this past season that just completed, season three, yeah. and season two, they were heavily focused on the Inhumans because they can't do mutants because mutants is owned by Fox. Exactly. Right. But they've been heavily focusing on the on the Inhumans, and they had a pretty good storyline. I mean, the TV TV versioned it, but you know, there's heavily heavily referencing Terrigen Mist and how that's a thing, right? And how in the currently in the TV show, you know, they're dealing with all these Inhumans who got the who got their Inhuman powers by the Terrigen Mist, right? Being in being going into the ocean and being in t- cans of fish like cans of tuna oh okay and so that's and being fish oil pills and stuff like that huh. yeah so it kind of like gives them a way to like i guess organically create issues by having this person over here developing these powers that are a bad thing but i think that's really good and maybe you're right maybe they're taking the resources away from the fox owned properties mm-hmm. and pushing mm-hmm. it more to the marvel stuff right and if they're going to go for the more common book in humans and kind of soft replacing x-men i can yeah. definitely see that because the show mm-hmm. it's all in with the inhumans that's yeah. all they're doing right? yeah and yeah. i think it's great more comic book stuff for us yeah really. yeah exactly different, new different yeah. stories it's, it kind of breaks my heart a little bit because i love the x-men oh yeah all Everyone of us does. do yeah. Oh, yeah and so like and it was like one of my very is actually the uncanny x-men was like the first comic book i seriously collected nice yeah nice and so did not have it anymore yeah not to have any yeah 
Yeah. It's a little weird. It is. Yeah, is Marvel yeah. kind of overplaying their hand here? Because, I mean, you look at the latest X-Men film, they thought it was going to do gangbusters, and it did all right, box office-wise. But, I mean, there was no toys, there was no promotions by Marvel, there was no posters, like... And then you go see Captain America, and there's everything out there for that film. Yeah. Is Marvel kind of like kind of cutting off their arm in a way here? Like, you know, they're kind of choking off one of their strongest brands. I'd argue, you know, it was probably it was their strongest brand in the '90s, selling what a million copies a month. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, it was huge. So, <clears throat> like, you know, to me, it kind of seems kind of silly that they're gonna kind of snuff this out. I mean, maybe it's just premature, and maybe they have something giant planned for right. the X Men. You know, I'm going to reserve my judgment, yeah. but... Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens, for sure. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to bash Marvel too much, because I do love all their movies and some of their comics, that events that I have read, I really do enjoy. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just sad to see the X-Men, I mean, not getting the due. I heard there might be a TV series, though. That's kind of an well, interesting right. development. Marvel and Fox are agreeing on this TV series. Wow. Yeah, Maybe so. they'll get together, you know, kind of like the Spider-Man sweetheart deal. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that these guys are kind of holding hands right now with that one, and Marvel's like, well, we'll do this for you, and you give us Fantastic Four. Yeah. Marvel needs Fantastic Four back within the MCU. Yeah, and they don't really need Fantastic Four. They just need uh, Galactus, and they just need Silver Surfer. They don't even need the Fantastic Four. Oh, they need Doctor Doom, too. Doctor Doom, sorry, yes. It would actually be be really funny. So you remember how Chris Evans played played Human Torch? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. They bring him back into the MCU and have (laughs) Captain America, Chris Evans, (laughs) and have this other actor. (laughs) And have Michael B. Jordan, because he's now in the MCU. Yeah, that's right. This little look kind of of a meta thing for like a couple seconds yeah. Like, yeah. okay do you see that easter egg in uh, captain america i think it was the first one so they show like the steve rogers um museum and then in it the one suit is his fantastic four suit for uh, uh human torch it's it's not fantastic four though it's, oh, it's no? a human torch it's the original human torch so oh. uh, steve rogers you know fought in them with the invaders yeah. with submariner and the original human torch is like yeah. a robot yeah. who then becomes the vision it's oh. a crazy story but yeah <laughs> it's uh the original human torch yeah oh, that's yeah. pretty cool yeah it is neat do you think that's the next step for marvel after they have this big thanos blowout with infinity war the next villain would be galactus I mean, is that kind of... I mean, where do you go from Thanos? Yeah, yeah, you know, Galactus would be huge. Doctor Doom would be great if we could get him back. Um, Kang, he's an Avengers uh, foe who is infamous for time travel. Oh, that'd be so, cool. And he's, he's given Avengers quite a bit of uh, trouble back in his day, so that would be pretty cool. But um, you know what? We do. We did find out, and um, James Gunn did tweet that we they do have the rights to some of the scrolls. Oh, okay. So we could definitely see ourselves getting a secret invasion. Yeah, nice. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I'm really excited with what they can do with Thanos because, and, here, and Troy will appreciate mm-hmm. this, is that if anybody remembers... The original black suit yes. Spider-Man gets yes. when he goes to outer space. Mm-hmm. That's right. So yeah. they could definitely battle write, world. <laughs> they could right. definitely write him in. Oh yeah. yeah. To go to outer space and then come back with it and make the second, I guess, second or third. Oh, spot. that'd be yeah. so yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I yeah. To the third. and yeah. have yeah. be this natural way for instead sure. Of, yeah. Instead of in the Spider-Man movies by Sam Raimi, where it just felt like it was shoehorned. Sh- it yeah, really was. Oh, it totally was. Yeah, it really was. Tim and I even talked before. Is like, what if? You know, the symbiote was hanging around the collector. Yeah. Oh, the of the yeah. World. He's just sitting there, right? Exactly. That'd That's a cool. very good yeah. easy really way cool. to introduce him. Right? If the yeah. gauntlet happens or Infinite War yeah. um, happens, and boom. So, yeah. a lot of potential right there. You know, you brought up an interesting point. I totally glanced over it. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy picture. What are your thoughts? 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm excited yeah. for this movie. I, I love that first movie, man. Oh, that was, such that was a good awesome. movie. It was. Yeah. It really, it really is, was. It's, it's surprising. Yeah. Yeah, it was. For, for like a fairly obscure comic book at the time. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it was a couple years before they were like really kind of at the top of Marvel's like heat. But now right. like there's a movie, there's toys, there's everything. Oh, yeah. There's oh, yeah. Groot's yeah. Oh, yeah. like Captain America's shield right now. Yeah. 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 Has one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, think, I think James Gunn was the right choice initially. Yeah, And I, I agree. think that Marvel having him directed again shows the faith that they have in him, creating another story, giving him enough leeway to make a story yeah. that, that, he would, that he wants to tell, but still kind of falling within Marvel's rules, I think is great. I think yeah. that they have James Gunn to have that relationship and with Russo Brothers, same deal. That's oh, right, yeah. yeah. They, yeah. They, they trust in them so much that they, okay, this is what needs to happen in the movie. How you get there is up to you guys. Yeah. Yes. And after that, Tell a great story. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Hundred percent. Yeah. So that's why it brings me so much hope for that Patty Jenkins. You know, was a fan of Wonder Woman because you know you got these fans, James Gunn and the Russo brothers. So mm-hmm. um, should we uh, move on to some more Marvel news about Thor three? Yeah. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, everyone's favorite Mark Ruffalo movie on three, three, two, one. Thirteen going on thirty. Foxcatcher. <laughs> I'm say Avengers. <laughs> a very wide range of movies yeah, the there. Foxcatcher or Shutter movie. Island. Love those two. Oh, movies. yeah, he was yeah, in Shutter yeah, Island. Love that movie. Yeah. So, uh, Mark Ruffalo, uh, he tweeted out a picture. Or I don't know if he tweeted it or he uh, sent out a picture with him with the uh, Hulk hands on the set of Thor 3. What are you guys' thoughts? Is this increase your excitement for Thor 3 or you guys still kind of leery on it yes absolutely <laughs> yes yeah. um I love the dynamic between Thor and, and Banner oh in yeah in the movies like that that one part in the Avengers where he just punches them yeah oh, oh love great. it great yeah. and I think that and I read this thing I'm not sure if it's a, it's ever been validated but I read this rumor slash fan theory a couple months ago that because they don't want to do an, a, a standalone Hulk movie they want to do kind of Planet Hulk. Yes. Oh, yes. I heard that. And they want to, and it's going to be like where Hulk is there and then Thor and him are just kind of doing this whole buddy cop movie. Yeah. Where they're just like. So cool. Just tearing through, tearing through whoever stands in their way. And right. then, and then having to deal with like, you know, the end of Asgard as well, because that's a Ragnarok storyline. Yes, that's right. It's mm-hmm. going to be great. I love the Thor movies because they're very tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris, Hem- Chris Hemsworth does humor decently well. I love him as Thor, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I think I couldn't imagine anybody else being Thor, really. No, with, no. With the humor. Who could be Thor? That besides him, really. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, yeah. he auditioned. Yeah, that's Thor. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could not see that. But I mean, they would no. have to like dye his hair blonde. And he'd have to get he, huge. Yeah, <laughs> go on the Zack Snyder diet or something. But but, yeah. but going back, it's I think it's great, and they're gonna have Loki in it, which is not a bad thing. Oh, not no, always one of the best Marvel. He's, yeah. he's, he's an awesome villain. villain. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I hope they do not kill him off. No, no, no. Put him in prison, whatever, but mm. don't kill him off. No. no, you can't because he's been Odin this whole time. Right? Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. And so I think that like it's it's great. It's gonna be it's what it's gonna do for the MCU is we've had this string of like Earth. Earth-based movies mm-hmm. and yeah. Earth-based crisis and Earth-based problems. And yeah. The Guardians, there's they're by themselves. Yes. Yeah. And Thor, kind of like Thor two, again it was half Earth-based, yeah. half space. Walks that line. But like this is going to be primarily set in in outer space. Yeah. And so there's going to be more connection with the Guardians. Maybe some more crossover because we saw oh, at the cool. end of, of Guardians with the Thor characters coming into the Collector. Like yeah. that's more of that stuff. Give us more of that. Yes. Yeah, because, absolutely. Because I think what they've done, they've done a fantastic job of cr- like world building the Earth-based mm-hmm. heroes. 
But everybody knows Marvel is not Earth based. Yeah. No. They're universe based. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So if they're going to be adding Thanos and have this big, huge Infinity War, part one and part two, Thor is just another piece in the puzzle. Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor next year, yeah. I think we're going to get so much space-based stuff, we won't yeah. know what to do with ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not to mention uh, Star Wars Episode Eight, so it's going to be a very exactly. space-heavy year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't wait for that. No, that's awesome. You know, you bring up a good point. The buddy cop is kind of how I pictured it, too. Kind of like a lethal weapon or uh, even Men in Black, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 21 Jump Street. Yeah. <laughs> so should we go on to uh, Celebration? Yeah. Celebrate good times. Come on, <laughs> let's go. I don't know why they call it Celebration. It just makes me laugh every time. I just think of that one Simpsons scene where Lisa buys Al Gore's book. Have you guys seen the scene? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he, uh, he plays that tape, like, Celebrate Good Times, and he's just stone-faced. He's like, I will. <laughs> so we'll get more into this with Tim because he's our big Star Wars guy. Yeah. And I know next to nothing about Star Wars. I guess I know some stuff, but uh, did you guys see the trailer that leaked online? I didn't watch the leak one. I'm just kind of staying away from that one, but I did see their behind-the-scenes trailer for Rogue One. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people loved it. I didn't really care for it, to be no? honest, that one. No, I, I was under the impression that we are going to get a three-minute trailer of the actual movie, yeah. and we're going to see Vader show up, and when I saw this, I was like... Okay, that's cool. When's the three-minute trailer coming up? <laughs> and it never showed up. <laughs> How about you, Wayne? Did you see the uh, leak trailer? No, I didn't. Okay. I I try to not ruin myself with mm-hmm. the trailers. I've, I've, I've actually made this personal choice. I think I maybe mentioned it, Troy, to mm-hmm. not watch any trailers anymore. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because yeah. I've... There's... It's, it's completely unrelated. I recently watched Big Hero 6. Mm-hmm. And I, the movie was recommended to me. Just watch it. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Never saw a trailer of the entire of the movie ever. Nice. Yeah. I went in completely surprised. Loved the movie. It's an awesome yeah, movie. Yeah, it's and a I great think, movie. And I think about like if I watched the trailer, some of that stuff would be ruined. Oh, yeah. I watched yeah. the trailer after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not going to ruin myself with any more Star Wars trailers. Mm-hmm. I already seen the one. I'm going to see it, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, but the one thing that I thought was cool, two things. Okay. Going, going back to the Star Wars 3D show. It's Rebels, right? Yes. So there's this Grand Admiral Thrawn. Oh, yeah. So huge. people may not rec- realize this, but when D- when Disney took over Star Wars, mm-hmm. they erased all the extended universe yes. that yep. got built up over the years. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, like, after Return of the Jedi, there was these novels. Yeah. Real Star Wars people would know that if they read the novels, Grand Admiral Thrawn is in those novels. Oh, yeah. By Timothy Zahn, exactly. which we, we which we got announced that he's coming back to write another Grand Admiral Thrawn book. Exactly, so awesome. ha- huge. So having him in the show, yeah, is awesome. Oh yeah. So I think like that's giving a lot of the real Star Wars diehard a lot of hope yeah. that maybe not all of it's lost. Yeah, maybe Revan could show up from the Old Republic. Maybe Dash Rendar from exactly. Shadows of the Empire, Mirror exactly. Jade. Lots of potential now. Um, right? yeah. And the second thing is that behind the scenes thing, I actually was excited. Cool. Because they're using practical effects as much as they can. They're yes. using oh, puppets, nice. prosthetics. <laughs> yes. Everything that I absolutely loved about the first, the the original four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I don't like the re the the updated version with all the CG in it, and I didn't like how much CG they used for the for the episodes one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact that Gareth Edwards yeah. he is going the the more natural route because the one scene that the one thing that I read is that they went to Jordan, the country of Jordan, and they oh, okay. built an entire three sixty degree set so they oh, can that's film so it. cool. Yeah. So they can film it. So there's no no CG backgrounds and actors having to do yeah. green screen stuff. It's you see that hut over there with the wind blowing 
That's a yeah. real hat you can go over and touch. That's awesome. And I'm like, thank God. Because yeah. I, I, I love I love what 3D animation can do right now, mm-hmm. but I think some some director uses it as a crutch. Yeah. Definitely. And they and you know, nothing against any of the actors, but ask any actor and they'd rather act with a person in front of For them sure. yeah. than just like a tennis ball kind of floating at eye level. Yeah. yeah. And I think this is gonna just give their actors more to work with. And yeah. they've got, you know, Forrest Whitaker, Donnie Yen, yes. a blind guy. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker's character, because we now know that he comes from Clone Wars. Right? Exactly. So, yeah. so you're like, there's all this stuff. Like they they went over top they went over the top to get quality actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And over the top to get like make quality sets and prosthetics. I'm just like, really excited. I'm more hyped for Rogue One yeah. than I was for episode seven. Oh, wow. 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 That's, that's a yeah, huge that's, oh, nice. that's cool. Because yeah. I, I, I think that with episode seven, we had we went so long without Star Wars. Yeah. We were yeah. stuck for anything. Yeah. Yeah. And now that we have, you know, we've eaten Star Wars, now we can get, like, <laughs> the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're not hungry anymore, so we yeah. can yeah. actually care what yeah. we put in our body. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think that, I think, I think it was Rogue, Rogue One, you know, them telling how they got the punch with the Death Star. I think that's great. It's, Definitely. It's universe building. They can go from there. And then also they uh, cast the Han Solo for the Han Solo movie. Well, see, that's, see, that's my disappointment these things is because we knew this. I knew, we, we even talked about this. Yeah. We knew he was cast already, and that was one of the on the last day is that here's so and so I'm not going to try and say his name because I always butcher it but here's so and so is young Han Solo and I'm like really we already knew that but what stole the show for me uh, is three things Timothy Zahn coming back to write the books yep Grand Admiral Thrawn is now officially canon yep the Star Wars Rebels season 3 trailer was incredible yep like just wow so so good that, those are my thoughts there um it was a little bit of a letdown for me though this event as opposed to last uh, last celebration i thought that bar was so high and this one they kind of just rode the waves a little so and so and i think i think they really need to show us some vader i i think so for the movie division yeah. i think for the tv division they did a great job yeah yeah you know you brought up a good point wayne when you're talking about the cgi versus the practical effects i mean if you don't think it makes a difference look at the lord of the rings trilogy compared to the hobbit trilogy yes and how well received the first one was compared to the second one i think ian mckellen even said like you know i didn't get into acting to talk to a green screen in reference to the hobbit movies and you look at his lord of the rings performance and it was spectacular those movies are probably one of the best trilogies of all time yep yep and then the hobbit one people look at it and they're like ah not so much yeah so definitely we're big proponents here for practical effects for sure should we move on to our main event i guess yeah i didn't even announce this main event at the beginning of the episode (laughs) what a terrible host tim i take back every bad thing i said about you no i'm just kidding so this week we're going to talk about our fashions our fashion episode we're going to get in uh who's that uh joan river's daughter melissa river she's going to come in and we're going to do a whole fashion episode are you guys fashion excited? police yeah fashion police <laughs> that's, a, that's the new name of the episode episode 31 fashion police, fashion police. the fashion guardians of the galaxy or the nova corpse the fashion nova corpse <laughs> i like this so what we did was um we're gonna tell you our picks for top five best and worst superhero and supervillain costumes and this only includes live action it could be tv or movie i I primarily stayed with movies because yeah. they have bigger budgets, so they should be criticized more. For sure. Or praised more. Yeah. So, should we start with our list? Um, should we do... What should we do first? Top five or worst five? We'll go with uh, worst five. <laughs> All right. Worst five villains. Um, Wayne, do you want to go first? 
Rhino from Amazing Spider-Man 2 at the very end. Yes. Horrible. Oh, yeah. man. Or can we talk about Rhino at the beginning where he has like those Rhino boxer shorts uh, as well? Yeah. Or his oh. Rhino accent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like that actor, Paul Giamatti, is actually he's a incredible. Very, he's a very good actor. Great actor. But like when I saw that scene when he comes with the big Rhino costume, oh. I immediately thought <laughs> anime. Yeah. yeah, I really thought like this is is this an anime? Like, yeah, right. like he puts on the suit and it kind of comes. I'm like, what? That's so bad. It was. <laughs> How yeah. about when uh, it, his suit gets removed and his head is exposed? Oh. I'm like, cops, shoot him in the face, shoot him right now. <laughs> like, why are you just waiting yeah. there? Yeah. There's so much bad with that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. I guess you can consider her a villain. Um, Halle Berry's Catwoman. Oh, 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 the Egyptian goddess, the, whatever it was. It, it, Terrible. Patience True, I think her name was. Oh. So he wasn't even Selena Kyle. It was, well, yeah, it, it, was, it was so far off. The, like, why did they even call it Catwoman? It made no sense yeah. to me whatsoever. It really didn't need to be. That it's, movie did not need to be made. Especially no, when no. you had Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman in Batman Returns. Yeah. She set the bar. So I still think to this day she's the best Catwoman. Way better than oh. Hathaway. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Better. No Way doubt. No and then doubt. when we got Halle Berry, who just came off an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> right after. Yeah. <laughs> I think it could have been done well if you brought back Michelle Pfeiffer and kind of made it like a heist movie or something oh, cool like, like that. that. Maybe she was like mentoring somebody. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Have you guys seen it? Which one? Catwoman. Cat- Catwoman. Oh, long. Have time you? Ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we guys, all, we all uh, went through that torture. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I saw it and I got like halfway through. Like, this is trash. <laughs> yeah. I like Halle Berry. She's a pretty great actress. Yeah. And I think Catwoman is a cool character, but no. I'm waiting for the day where a comic book writer comes in and makes like the Catwoman story based on Patience True. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish she went like the Batman Year One route where she's like kind of like runs the streets out like the yeah. prostitutes and like she's she's a badass. Like, yeah, oh, I love that great story. Batman I think, Year One. I think if DC Universe you know needs a female superhero movie, they probably won't do it. But if you redid Catwoman and made it good. It has potential to be Definitely. like a hit. Yeah, and you know it's better they do it now before Marvel does uh, a black cat. You know, because because she's very similar to um, Catwoman, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like whoever does it first best yeah. is going to be known as like the, the the first one that did it, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. No, those are two awful picks, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'll say my list first. I'll just start with number five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bane from Batman and Robin. Ooh. I don't even know what they're going with that with the green like ooze from plants and his muscles like yeah. uh, it was it was awful. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing to say. <laughs> you, you'll see that movie makes quite a few appearances on my list. <laughs> yeah. Troy, who do you have at number five? Number five, I have something recent. Apocalypse. Oh man, you're killing me! Oh, stop, man. stop, stop! It's already dead. <laughs> it was horrible. I think when you in the in the, this day and age where you have a guy like Thanos who looks so good on the big yeah. screen, yeah, and he looks very similar to Apocalypse, and they went so far from that. I, I understand you don't want your villain to look just like Marvel's villain. But come on, that, that yeah. was t- it, it really looks like Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just noted, and you know what? It is purple at yeah. first, and they yeah. kind of tried to later on make it bluer, and I was like, no, you guys already went too far here. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it could have done well if you added some more CGI, you know, make him menacing, maybe like 10 feet tall or something. Oh, you know yeah. what? I think the year before, San Diego Comic-Con, there was a, a cosplay uh, apocalypse and he looked incredible. And this was cosplay. Yeah. The cosplay's been great it's lately. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. They need to, I think, I can't remember what movie it was, but I was watching this 
documentary on Comic-Con, and then this girl who cosplayed, they actually hired her to make the movie uh, costumes. Nice. So, you know, some of those cosplay people do an excellent job. Definitely. Even here in Calgary, they do a fantastic job, and in San Diego, well. So, who do you got for number four? I got Two-Face from Batman Forever. Oh. My, my favorite part of that movie is when the guy throws acid on his face, and he only has a piece of paper that, like, covers half his face. <laughs> and somehow the acid doesn't eat the way the paper. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I watched all the way through Batman and Robin yeah. or Batman Forever. I was just yeah. buying the toys. I was in the toys. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. The toys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The toys. Yeah. It's a hell of a commercial. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Joel Schumacher, like, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but yeah. cannot direct a Batman film. No, that ever is just again. like neon lights all over the place. And... Oh, man. He has like a neon fetish or something. Yeah, right? he does. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, and, a, and a fetish for nipples, apparently, too. Yeah. Batman movies. Yeah. yeah. Um,. For a villain, 2015 Fantastic Four reboot, Doctor Doom. Yes. Horrendous. Yes. That was so poorly made. Horrible. He looks like a computer chip or something. Right? Like, oh. Yeah. yeah. yeah That's just ta- garbage. I get them one like, try something new and different with mm-hmm. the character, but Doctor Doom is such an old character. Yes. Yeah. He has so many versions of his suit and yeah. his costume. Yeah. They could go in with any version of it. Yeah. But yeah. no, we're going to do our own thing. It's just like you're piling dog crap on top of dog crap. <laughs> <laughs> right? Horrible. Oh. And yeah. they didn't even get it right with uh, the first Fantastic Four. I mean, they just haven't done his costume justice no. yet. No, they really haven't. Awful, yeah, bad. awful. Another bad one I have at number three is Juggernaut from X3. Yeah. You're, you're talking about like one of the most imposing physical forces of villains in the X universe. Yeah. And you got this guy running around in a costume. Just such a missed opportunity again. Yeah. That whole movie was a missed opportunity. <laughs> it was. But, man, they could have done something so cool with Juggernaut. Add some CGI or something. Because he's so... You know, that's one character I really want them to bring into the new X universe. Mm-hmm. They got to do it. I mean, Juggernaut's probably my favorite X-Men villain. Nice. So. Nice. Going back to Fantastic Four. <laughs> Fantastic Four 2, Rise of the Silver Surfer, yeah. Galactus. The they, fart cloud? He was a cloud. Yeah, the fart cloud. I was like, how... Uh-huh. Fox, I don't know what you guys are doing. <laughs> but um, they went so far. Even if I mean, I know the Ultimate Universe. I think he was kind of a cloud as well. Still, he, it was it was point. Yeah. Oh, that was bad. Um, number two, going back to Fantastic Four, is Doctor Doom again. Um, you said the reboot. I'll say the original. That was just awful. Like it looks so cartoony. Just Fox, your costume designers, give your head a shake if you're listening to this, yeah. which I'm sure you're not, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what, what do you got for number two? Number two, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Green Goblin, or whatever that goblin was. <laughs> um, Dane DeHaan, incredible actor, but yeah. what did, oh, so much went wrong in that movie. My number one I have is a little-known movie called Swamp Thing, directed by Wes Craven. Uh, Arcane. So, you know, he gets this serum and he turns... I don't know if you guys seen Swamp Thing. A long time, yeah. long time ago. <laughs> yeah. This is old. This is old school. But he gets the serum and he gets turned into like a half wolf, half human. It looks like something from Power Rangers TV show. It is awful. I cannot stress this enough. I mean, if you haven't seen it, go and Google it right now. It is the most horrible costume I've ever seen <laughs> for any kind. I mean, granted, it was the '80s, but still, that's no excuse. Yeah, uh, I think it's number one now, right? Number one. My number one. So I don't know. If, I'm gonna count this as a villain. X Men Origins, Deadpool. They sealed off his mouth. I, <laughs> I was my. I think my jaw was on the ground. It was. It was horrible, <laughs> and I couldn't believe what they did to Deadpool. You know, oh, so man. that's easily my number one. He's like Baraka from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. Claws coming out of his yeah, mouth. pretty much. His mouth was sealed. It is a terrible, terrible mix. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, is that supposed to be Deadpool? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, oh man. It's just, it just makes you 
like wonder what exactly was going on in the production meeting. Yeah. Like like again, I would love to be flying the wall and just like listen to them talk. <laughs> like, yeah, this is a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's have him not talk. The Merc with the mouth, now he talks too much. Like, yeah. Like, uh, should we go to our best villains now? Yeah. All right, keeping it bad. Wayne, what do you got? I have uh, Doctor Octopus of Spider-Man Two. Yeah, excellent choice. Yeah. I excellent thought choice. the combination of CG and practical for the for the arms was amazing. Mm-hmm. How the arms had their own personality. Yeah, I think that was just great. I never thought they would do be able to do that. Yeah, considering like you know how complicated this character is, like just having all the arms do all these different things. That was great. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. the actor Alfred Molina is great in the role. Excellent choice. Completely embodied who he was, and yeah absolutely fantastic yeah nailed it yeah sam raimi nailed that film that to me is still the definitive spider-man story it's great i love that one it's going to be a hill to climb for spider-man homecoming to even touch that Mm. i mean that is just pristine that is like the godfather of superhero movies (laughs) to me yeah (laughs) spider-man 2 is excellent and yeah you nailed it i mean alfred molina did an excellent job just just a fantastic costume with the trench coat and it just looked like straight out of the comic books Mm -hmm. Yeah, love that. For me, I got uh, the Joker, uh, Dark Knight. Oh, um, excellent, excellent. When choice. I saw that, I was like, whoa, this is totally the Joker, but totally not. Yeah. And I just couldn't wait to see him in action because it's all, you know, just uh, set photos. And then when yeah. I saw this guy on the screen and his opening dialogue and everything was just, just blew me away. I think he had everybody, right, in that movie. Yeah. So the Joker, Heath Ledger, yeah, absolutely. I yeah. still remember sitting in the theaters just like, man, like this is the opening scene. What am I in for? Right. And just, then you're yeah. like, oh, this is probably the best one of the best superhero movies at the time yeah terrible movie great costume jamie fox's electro not not his uh human persona but his blue all blue costume i thought it was kind of cool like a cool take on electro something different i really liked it and for me it worked it was one of the few things you know that movie had a lot of faults but one of the things it didn't fault was the colors of that movie and he fit perfectly in there and Mm -hmm. so hate the movie well don't i don't i'm not gonna say hate yeah uh, you know the movie was just didn't hit the mark for me but there's still some things i can take from it and yeah. jamie fox's electro was was one of them what right. do you guys think do you uh do you agree or are you like no i i <laughs> you know when you put it that way i mean the, yeah say what you want about the movie but his costume looked pretty good yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i think it i think it's good um, because the alternative would be a guy with I might want to see that. You can only go up from there. Yeah. And I think yeah. what they did is great. Jamie Foxx definitely embodied the role. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of CG for that costume. Oh, for sure. But you know, it for like a high note for the movie, definitely was the high note. Yeah, yeah. 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 Some of the characterizations that or characterizations that he did was kind of confusing, but uh, the costume and the look worked for me. Yeah. So I'm gonna throw it out there. Um, do you have another one for uh, best villain? Yes, I do. All right, um, all right. Yeah, it's Two Face from the Dark Knight. Oh, nice. that's an that's excellent a, that's solid. choice. That's yeah, solid. Yeah. I when I for when the first time I saw the movie, I was unsure if that was like cg or makeup right yeah i was so blown away by how well they did his face so was are we dead yeah <laughs> i was <laughs> yeah i was so just like are they really doing this like, yeah is this cg because like it looks like part of his face is falling off especially like, the hospital yeah really get a good look at yeah the face. yeah Oof. and yeah. the blood on the pillow like yeah. just a small detail yeah. like it's it's so well done yeah. like yeah uh for me i've got to go in opposite i'm going with loki from the avengers oh good See, choice so so loki's interesting compared to your electro because loki 
Vikings stayed so true to the comic books, the costume. Yeah. Which, when you think about it, that looks silly. It looks <laughs> stupid. Such an but, outlandish right? costume. But the way they pulled it off looks really good. I, 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 my hat goes off to how they, they pulled it off. And Tom Hilson has a swagger to carry that costume pretty well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I like that one. I think one of the things that makes the Loki costume work so well is yeah. he didn't have, he wasn't wearing the horns the entire time. Um, yeah, number four I have um, from the Avengers movie, keeping with that theme, Ultron. Cool. Thought he was a little menacing, you yeah. know. That's what I wanted my villain. He was big, you know. He was bigger than all the rest of the cast members. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved the metallic look of him. The voice was cool with James Spader. You know, I have my issues with that movie, but yeah. Ultron, you know, how he acted and how he looked wasn't one of them. But I, I know I like the look of him, so yeah. I have him at number four. Cool. Uh, Wayne, you got any other? Uh, no, villains? rest of mine are. In, I'm rest. Okay. Troy, do you have um, any more? Red Skull. I liked Red Skull oh, from the first adventure. Yeah. yeah. Captain America, I think he looked so good. And um, Hugo Weaving, yeah, mm-hmm. Agent Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. I, I, I wish he'd come back, but I really like that costume. They pulled it off. It looks a lot better than like the 80s Captain America. <laughs> Anything Skull, does. Really. <laughs> it's like they literally just like dumped red paint on some bald guy's head. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's, uh, that's mine right there. I have number three. I have Bane from The Dark Knight Rises. With his mask and the coat, you know, and the um, the the, the vest, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was simple. Yeah. It was you know, it wasn't overly complex, and it was something that was believable. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. The Nolan films are grounded in reality, and that's what they gave us with uh, Bane. So yep. that's why I have it number three. Yeah, nice. I, I like his costume. I'm kind of disappointed they didn't do the whole him him having the venom. Yeah, yeah, that was a miss. But because Nolan wanted to ground it right. in reality, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll give you that. Yeah, you could have made it like some super fast acting steroid or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Made it less yeah. believable. Yeah, the ship was a little weird. Yeah. Uh, for mine, I have uh, Zod for the Man of Steel. Oh, good I choice. I love Zod in that. Yeah, he was that movie's still I think very underrated. It's such I agree. a good movie. It's such a good movie. Best DC movie they've have so far going to this universe in my opinion. I love yeah. Man of Steel and Zod's just great uh, acting wise and the costume. I love it. Sticking with uh, DC, I have Catwoman from Batman Returns. Good yeah. choice, Michelle P- Pfeiffer. Yeah. Pfeiffer. I, put her, I put her as a hero, but I saw her on my yeah. list. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. A really good. Choice. Yeah. yeah, definitely. She straddles that line where she could be hero yeah. or villain. So. Yeah, I, I definitely like. The way that they present her making the suit, as yeah. opposed to just boom, boom. I have the suit. Like, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, where does this? Like, I understand Batman. If he's been crime fighting for a while, he'll have multiple suits. But she, Makes like, sense. literally, you see her stitch it up. Yeah. yeah. And I think like that being so far from the comic at the time, right. yeah, was great because it still paid homage to the original character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But evolved in the natural way, as opposed to how Troy and you mentioned that the Doctor Doom suit is evolving in the wrong direction. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and I think, like, I think again, Michelle Pfeiffer absolutely murdered the role. She's going to be the best Catwoman for for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be hard to top that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so Troy, moment of suspense. What's your uh, number so one? I kind of had to cop out here. I got two. I'm tied between two. Okay. Okay. The Penguin from Batman Returns. Oh yes. I think it's yes. underrated. He's, yeah. He looks Danny DeVito in that costume yeah. is like yeah. wow. Uh, I remember watching on the big screen up close. Him eating the fish. I was just terrified. Disgusting. Yeah. And um, <laughs> he actually <laughs> did. He actually ate a shit. He actually ate a really? fish. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ate it for one take. 
Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was like this. Did he become an inhuman after? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, and I have it tied with uh, the Joker, Jack Nicholson's Joker. Oh, yeah. I think that costume for back then, like, that just said the Joker. Yeah. Nothing yeah. more. You're oh, just like, yeah. boom, that's the Joker. Comic yeah. accurate to oh, teeth. And, and I think it raised the, the. He's a huge villain as it was, but I think that just raised him that much more mm-hmm. to um, a mass's acceptance, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, my number one is also a Joker, but we already mentioned a Joker yeah. from The Dark Knight. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Such so. a great costume. Yeah. Yeah. All right, start with their five worst heroes. Okay, I should go first because it's this is pretty bad. <laughs> um, worst costume by far, <laughs> Batman's costume in Batman and Robin. With yes, yes, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I That's agree. All over this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why. It doesn't make any sense. Why? Why would Batman be like, oh, hey, I'm going to, you know, make this bulletproof suit, but I'm going to throw in some nipples on yeah. there. And, like, and it comes with a bat card, I guess. E- oh, yeah. Like, that's weird. <laughs> Expiry Batman forever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know whose yeah. idea it was. Again, one of those things where I like to be on the wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, let's put nipples on the suit. Yeah. Like, no, maybe we shouldn't. Uh, who cares? Yeah. Are you sure we'd be able to get the PG-13 rating with yeah. the nipples yeah. on the suit? I think he, uh, I watched the director's commentary to the movies, and he said the reason why he did it was to mimic the uh, Greek gods. Uh, okay. So, like, the statues of the Greek gods. So that's why they have, like, oh. the fake abs and, like, yeah. the butt and stuff. Like, wow. And the cod pieces. So, you know, I, it's, it's, uh, it's yeah. a head scratch. You don't think anyone would have been like, you know, Joel, maybe you could do that, but don't include the nipples. Exactly. Yeah. I one of the things that didn't need to happen. No. No. Definitely no. not. But it's there, and I uh, had the action figure. So <laughs> did it have the nipples in the action figure? I can't even I remember. Can't remember actually. It's a maybe good not because it's a toy, so maybe they yeah. took it off. But I can't remember. I, I remember <laughs> the hot toys one must. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Do you think there are hot toys that exist of Batman and Robin? There, there is the one all the way up to Returns. I know recently they did eighty nine and they did the Returns, but I don't think they made it to the Schumacher. Let's hope they don't. Yeah. Let's hope so. Uh, Jim Carrey Riddler. (laughs) (laughs) I should have a... That'd be too bad. Of all of them, that'd probably be the best one to get. Yeah. So I have uh, number five. Great movie, but uh, Captain America and the Avengers. That's mine too. Yeah, it just looks so hokey. Power Ranger like. Yeah, it was such a great film. And you have all these great costumes like Loki. You have Thor. You have Iron Man. Hulk. Hulk. And then you throw in this cap and you're just like... What? Yeah. Do you steal somebody's Halloween costume? Yeah. yeah. It, it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, they upgraded it for his other solo films, oh, yeah. but that one, mm-hmm. miss. Yeah. Big time. Me, uh, Green Lantern, complete oh, CGI yeah. costume. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wasn't doing it. Sorry, Ryan, you're on my list twice, I think, now. <laughs> That's on my list as well. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't make it green or animated. Love that <laughs> right? line Love from that Deadpool. Line, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I never actually finished watching Green Lantern. I yeah. got it on DVD, like some bargain thing from HMD a couple yeah. years ago. I'm like, this is trash. It's bad. It's just, bad. just skip to the after credit scene when Sinestro pops up yeah. and like, hope for a sequel. <laughs> or don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, re- they're, they're going to reboot the Green Lantern. Yeah, thing, yeah they need so to. Like, yeah. Good. Yeah, no point in uh, no point in continuing that Green Lantern any further. No, no. definitely not. All right, uh, who else you got there, Wayne? I have Wonder Woman from the TV show, from the yeah. TV pilot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, for all you listeners out there, go Google. You can find it on YouTube. Her costume looks like some like a Halloween costume from Walmart. Ooh. It's like all plasticky. No, no. So you know the Wonder Woman costume is basically a skirt? Yeah. yeah. Like certain versions, she didn't have the skirt. Yeah. But this, they decided against the skirt and just gave her blue leggings with like stars down the sides. Oh, oh man. Like, it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, and her wristbands, 
look like cheap plastic. Oh, they didn't like try like the fake metal look. They just look like cheap plastic. Oh no! And she has a lasso, and like it's just bad. It's like I put it, I put it up there with like this might have been passable in like the sixties Batman show. Wow! Whoa! It's bad. Like That's it's sixty six. Eh? It's it, like I'm not joking. It looks like a costume that you'd buy from Walmart on how for Halloween. Oh, that's disappointing. Like yeah. that show could have had potential, but you know, be careful what you wish for. Glad it didn't work out. Exactly. I'm so happy it didn't work out. At yeah, all. I mean, I feel bad for the people who put all their time and money into it. But if it worked out, maybe Gal wouldn't have been Wonder Woman, and yeah. she was fantastic. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it's just I just shake my head and like I'm glad that never that show never came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Troy, what do you got? Spider-Man. My boy Spider-Man in the black costume. And you and I talked about yeah, this before. Yeah, I was like, a big fan. Yeah, because yeah, the Spider-Man costume, the black suit is so iconic. It's yeah. probably the best second superhero costume to go to. Oh, yeah. I mean? It's so the best any, uh, hero change. Yeah. yeah. Of any hero that switched up their costume, it's always been the black suit. And, and oh, every yeah. five years, he gets back in there somehow. Yeah. And that costume's awesome. So I'm like, yeah. And they had an opportunity to put that on the big screen, and they refused <laughs> to just be like, nope, filter shop and, or Photoshop and just make it black. Yeah. Keep the exact same suit, but just make it black. I was like, no, you guys are missing <laughs> something. You're missing something. Yeah. yeah. And the way they handled that costume and then Fox Kids cartoon was just brilliant. Oh, absolutely. It, 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 it's yeah. probably one of the best renditions we've ever seen of the yeah. black costume, yeah. you know, and he was angry in the bell tower scene and anyways, so that's 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 my strike right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have number four. Sorry, Ben, uh Daredevil. The red shiny pleather yeah. costume yeah like the arrow season one but in red yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's a tv show on the cw exactly right. this was a big fox blockbuster movie yeah and it was bad <laughs> like it just looked bad yeah you know and, and even even bullseye that was a bad costume oh yeah yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but luckily we got the great Netflix TV show, so all worked yep. out. All right, uh, what do you got, Wade? Electra from the- yes, uh, yes, oh, yeah. yes. Not from the Netflix show, but from the but from her standalone movie, and I guess slash the Daredevil movie. Yeah. Didn't she die in Daredevil? How did they uh, have her come back? I don't. I <laughs> she, she does it in the comics too. She dies in the comics. They bring her back. They. They're gonna bring her back in season three, I'm sure. Well, well. spoiler alert! I haven't seen season one of Daredevil. <laughs> hey, well, uh, we're gonna get on that. And, uh, but the the whole the whole this costume, I get what they're trying to do, but they just do a disservice to the character yeah. because, like, the, this is the first representation of Electra in on the screen, and they can't even get the costume. Right. Yeah. yeah. It just makes me sad because I like Elektra. I think she's a very complicated character. Yeah. But like she's Daredevil side, and then she's his enemy. She's an assassin. Exactly. She, hand, yeah. Exactly. And I think like again, why? Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't have taken that much to give her a more close suit, mm-hmm. uh, but I think I think at that time you got to remember that Fox was on that whole X Men in leather thing. Yeah. yeah. So well, let's put all our heroes in leather. Exactly. Like, yeah. It doesn't yeah. really work. No. Doesn't really work. No, not at all. No. Uh, you guys familiar with uh, Smallville? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Somebody save me. <laughs> that was awesome theme song. Love Yo, I love, I love Tom that one. He's my boy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So they did um, their own little Justice League. You guys. Are- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So back to my whole list right there. But I'll just Blue choose Beetle one. Blue Beetle, where he's like in this bulky costume. Yeah, it's oh. horrible. So um, 
it's a toss up between um, Doctor Fate and <laughs> and uh, Hawk Hawkman. Hawkman's oh. the one boy with Hawkman. Like, yeah, it looked like the comic, but it really had no business on <laughs> live stream. It looked so bad. It looked really yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or how about Aquaman in like oh, orange yeah. pants? Yeah, oh. that probably started the trend of everyone like hating on Aquaman. Yeah, watching that. Right? It's probably that's what caused everyone it, to hate it, on yeah, Aquaman. It was Roger Rogers, that show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's just I, I I I can't even. I mean, I think the I think the Green Arrow costume is just a little worse than everything else. Com- yeah. yeah. Comparing it to what we have now. Yes. What? Yeah. It's just like this bright green thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's like I know such a miss. Like, and they adapted that one into making it to the new Fifty Two because, like, if you look at the figure, yes, that's might, right. It's pretty much. Identical, yeah, to uh, the Smallville one. Yeah, because that came out before the Arrow TV show. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. so they did make it very similar because you know he used to have like the goatee or the pirate beard. Yeah, or whatever. The, the Robin Hood. Yeah, um, such yeah. a cool classic look, and then they changed it up for the new Fifty Two. Yeah, but I think they've gone back to it in Rebirth. So yeah, it looks good. Yeah. In Rebirth it looks yeah. good. It looks Definitely. good. Rebirth can do no wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, number three, I have Hulk from Ang Lee's Hulk. Just yeah. the really bad CGI and the color of green was looked like like bright green. Like he looked kind of like snot. Yeah. And... You didn't like the Hulk dogs? <laughs> <laughs> he fights poodles in the movie. <laughs> Just such a And bad... tornadoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More on the weather report by Hulk. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, Taking man. out tornadoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like I was so jacked for that movie because yeah. you know, this was before we had Iron Man and this was kind of the first big non-Batman or Superman That's superhero cool. movie. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. Blade had come out, but it was kind of like, I guess like X-Men and Spider-Man, but like this was like, this was different. Like this was like this big event and people were hyping it like crazy. Yeah. And then to see him look on screen, he looked like the Jolly Green Giant or like, <laughs> he's going to sell me some peas or corn or what? Like, <laughs> oh, it was, it was bad. Yeah. The CG, CGI was bad and, you know, it could have been so much better. And it did get better in the Avengers movie. The Hulk is one of the best costumes in that film. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree. Uh, Trey, what do you got? Um, Colossus in X3. Yeah. It, uh, it's funny because he looks so good in Deadpool. Yeah. But he looked so bad in X3. I think it was X3. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, not a fan of that one, Colossus. Oh, that yeah. was that was awful. So bad. Uh, I have the thing from both Fantastic Four movies. So the first one, you know, he looks so bad, like it was just, he's wearing styrofoam. And the second one looked pretty cool, but then he's not wearing any pants. Doesn't make any sense. He's not wearing any pants. He doesn't have any private parts. Like, it doesn't make any sense from an anatomy point of view. If he's not going to wear pants, you could at least do the Dr. Manhattan where you actually show it. But, like, he showed nothing. Yeah. How does he pee? Doesn't make any sense. As a biological, he's still a biological being. He still has to urinate. Because he has a case of uh, kidney stones. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's here all night, folks. Yeah. <laughs> One time only. Yeah. Um, that, that was just the thing. Uh, hopefully, if they reboot it, they do it better. Or at least throw in some pants. Like... Mr. Fantastic can come up with stretchy clothes. Why can't he? Yeah. 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 Okay. I, I don't know why it bothered me so much, but it just didn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, what was your number one? Quickly here. My number one. I don't know if I even have a number. I think I've gone through all my uh, top bad. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll go with mine. Awesome NBA player. Terrible actor. Oh, I know where you're going. Steel. Yeah. 
Oh, brutal. It looked like worse than a cosplay. It had nothing to do with the character from the Death of Superman arc. He's a seven foot tall guy. Like, you could have made some super imposing figure with his awesome costume. Just a big fail. Yeah, that's horrible, that one. That's the only way to describe that movie. (laughs) And it has my bud Jed Nelson from Breakfast Club in it, but I still hate it. (laughs) That, that, I don't know. Just... I'm glad they didn't make a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine Steel 2? They make a Steel sequel, but they don't make like any other sequels for DC heroes. <laughs> Alright, let's get let's get back in the positives here. Yep. Top five best hero costumes. Okay. For for my number five, I have Daredevil season one. The original oh, black yes. yeah. Good yeah. pull, yeah. Because I, I love that because I read the Frank Miller comics. And that just hits it. Properly, right, the John Romano Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. and he's just like there, and he just basically ties a shirt yeah. around the top of his head, yeah. has the sneakers on. Exactly. Yeah. Like I like how they, I like how they give him gloves and like some some more protective gear in yeah. the show, but it's still that organic way. Like if you were gonna fight crime, yeah, you're not gonna automatically open your closet and have all the great clothes figured out. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, like going back to the whole Catwoman thing for Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Again, you basically see. You know, Matt Murdock in basic clothes. Yeah. Everything you can buy at a store. Yeah. yeah. Nothing fancy, nothing over the top, nothing made out of leather or pleather. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like regular clothes. So yeah. him going through and fighting crime in regular clothes. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. And then finally, you know, spoiler at the end of Daredevil season one, he gets his he gets his red costume. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think like that's that scene in the hallway mm-hmm. when he fights those guys and you see like he's just wearing that suit and fighting in it and it's just like this is what he has he wants to do this job i love it yeah like, yeah it's just amazing yeah yeah, yeah fantastic definitely. costume i've actually seen like when he's wearing it so yeah i agree it's a great costume troy what yeah. do you got i have iron man iron man's it's it's incredible it's, yeah they, they, any and name anyone right it's, yeah they're all great they're yeah. all great you know, I got something similar, but I went with War Machine. I just love the um, gun on the back oh, of his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, well, that's nice. I mean, I could have went with Iron Man. I was debating the mm-hmm. two, but I've always been more of a fan of War Machine for whatever nice. reason. I like the gun, you know, the uh, the big firing gun. So yeah. I really dug it. Not a not a big fan of the Iron Patriot costume that they went with in Iron Man no, Three. I don't like that at all. But I'm glad they went back to War Machine. Hopefully, he can come back in the other one and he's not paralyzed for the rest of the movies. Yeah, no kidding. Exactly. Yeah. Spoiler uh, alert. Yeah. One aside to the whole Iron Man war machine. Watching behind the scenes of when they made the Moe's movies, you realize that the suit is half CG, half prosthetic. Right. Oh, wow. Crazy, eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just like hijacked her. No, no, not at all. Uh, so what else do you got there? I have Electra from Daredevil Season 2. Oh, wow. I have cool. not seen that costume yet, yeah. but... Uh... It's, it's, it's very... For the character that they present... Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the first time they present her and the story that they give her, the clothing that she's wearing is actually kind of awesome. It's yeah. very simple. It's not unlike season one Daredevil when he's wearing the black right. costume, but it's very, very reminiscent of more of the comic book style. She's an assassin. She's doing these things. So she's not trying to draw attention to herself. She's not wearing right. bright red. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there she is. Like, no, yeah. it's going to be, she's sleeping on <laughs> at night, you know. Yeah. You definitely need to watch season two. <laughs> the, the, yeah, their scenes together, like they're fighting and the, like the romance, are just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the the actress, um, Melody something. I for, forget her last name. She's an awesome job, and she embodies the character completely. And her costume is just on point. It's mm-hmm. very 
subtle, subdued, not over the top, but very well done. Yeah. All right, Troy, what do you got? I have Amazing Spider-Man 2. I yeah. really like that Spider-Man costume. It's, it's a great it's, costume. I, I mentioned before, it's like a Mark Bagley, um, Ultimate Spider-Man look. It's, it's, it's great. I have no complaints. That's the best thing in that movie. By far, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, and they they nailed the eyes. The eyes were fine, like the big, yeah, kind of cool eyes, right? So, how do you find it compared to? I think I might have asked you this, but compared yeah. to the new one, yeah, it's a toss up between the two. I love yeah. the new one still so much because it has the like the real Steve Ditko kind of look, and um, it's a little more modern looking, and I. I I love them both. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's a shame because I thought Andrew Garfield did a good job and I really liked the costume. Yeah. So I would have liked to see that universe continue, but, you know, I'm excited for Homecoming. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm right with you. I loved uh, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. And that, that franchise. Awesome. So I have a uh, newer one. Just came out today on DVD and Blu-ray and Steelbook. So get your copies now oh, before it runs yeah. out. I have Gal Gadot Wonder Woman. Nice. Nice. Just pull with the, uh, you know, it's classic Wonder Woman and, you know, that's the example when you said, you know, the terrible TV show one. Mm-hmm. And this is just like a complete 180 opposite. Like yeah. it looks, it feels like Wonder Woman. I mean, yeah. I just started reading her comics from the New 52 um, relaunch back in like 2011. And, you know, she looks the part. The gauntlets are awesome. You know, the costume is awesome. I'm glad they went with the traditional um, skirt and the top instead of like the pants or something like that. Or, yeah. you know, and then like the sword, the shield, the mm-hmm. lasso. I mean... I got to see a movie where Wonder Woman uses her golden lasso yeah. to hold down Doomsday. That's awesome. I never thought I'd say that yeah, line yeah. in my life. <laughs> and, and that smile that she gives when she's fighting yeah. did so much for me because I'm just like, this is, you know, especially being like a Dragon Ball fan, you know, yeah. those guys crack a smile in a, in a fight, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just love that. Yeah. 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 It's a great costume. Definitely see the difference between the TV and a movie budget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, night and day. Yeah. That. Do you got any more? Um, yeah, my number one, Hellboy. Oh, that's oh, a good one. I didn't even think yes. of that one. Yeah. I love the Hellboy movies. Perfect costume. Yeah. They Because I, I read the Hellboy comic. I was a nice. big fan of it back in the day. And yeah. the fact that they got Ron Perlman oh. to play him, this suits the character completely. Exactly. 100%. I couldn't think of anybody else playing yeah, no. Hellboy, no. and like for both of the movies, he just carries it. The costume, the big hand, the yeah. gun, the horn. You're just like, why isn't there a third one? Right? Oh, there has to be Del a trilogy. He, 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 his budget, the budget that he wants to make part three is just way too high, and the studio's not willing to put that money exactly. behind it. That's what it comes down to. They exactly. Need to, yeah. though. It's it's, and I think I think prior to like you know our Marvel Renaissance or DC Renaissance of having all this media out there with all these with our, I think. Hellboy, for what it was at the time, was probably the truest version of the character yeah. transported onto the screen. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, "There's everything." Yeah, yeah. There's everything that you would want from a comic book. I mean, obviously, they can't do the entire run. Yeah. in a yeah. movie, but for the two movies that you got, you got the Hellboy character, his university lives in everything that you love about the character the yeah. fact that he eats cats yeah. <laughs> like that's a thing yeah so i was like oh they're gonna do it like they didn't show him eating a cat but they had the cats around there yeah. And, like, yeah and just how he went about doing it and and a lot of his costume majority of it is all prosthetics yeah oh wow yeah so he so the, you see him without his shirt on that's like a suit he's wearing that's so cool so it's it's definitely like my number one to, because i love the character yeah and then they did him so much justice when they brought him to the screen absolutely you could tell awesome. that everybody who worked on the production loved what they were working for and it comes through and ron perlman yeah. as hellboy just nails it out of the park 100 percent agree would you say it's the best superhero movie not marvel or dc like the the two movies yeah 
It's up yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Can't think of anything else. There's probably some there. obscure stuff, but yeah. for th- that, that got a mainstream wide release. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Definitely check it out if you guys haven't seen yeah. You can find it on Blu ray, yeah. DVD, fantastic. on Amazon yeah. for cheap. Definitely yeah. worth your time. Check mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. Awesome. Good, yeah. good choice. Troy, what do you got? Ben Affleck's Batman. That nice. costume is Frank Miller come to life. I it's love it. So good from the you know just the Dark Knight right there. Um, love the costume. I love the big bat that yeah. he has, and I love this is the first time ever we've gotten Batman with ears that are not like ginormous. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> I'm not a fan of like the huge ears. I, the ear size on there is perfect. Yeah, and, um, everything. Love it. It looks a lot like the animated series. You got the action figure over there, and yeah. I just saw it. You're right, and, and yeah. it looks pretty much the same. Like the bat is definitely the Frank Miller bat, but it's right. kind of a combination of the two. Yes, yeah, good call. I, now that you bring that up I noticed that yeah. yeah so for my third one I had Spider-Man as well but Troy already mentioned it so I'm gonna throw out a different one for you for my third slot The Crow oh, wow yeah. that's Brandon that's Lee's The Crow yeah I mean yeah. you're talking about Hellboy and it made me think of these other superhero nice. movies that aren't Marvel and DC and I yeah. had to give a shout out you know probably one of the most tragic events in a movie set mm-hmm. was his death um, at, at the filming that movie but, I mean, the final product is still one of the best movies, superhero movies, I think, ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Black Widow's costume from Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. yeah that's a good I, I, pull. Yeah, it looks it looks really good. It's, it's yeah, it's it's spot on. I yeah. really like what they did with that costume there. So, and she kills it in that movie. Oh, yeah. What, so what's the difference it. between that one and her, like, other ones? I can't remember. Well, I guess, like, if you look at, like, Iron Man 2, her hair length's just kind of different. It's the, the Iron Man 2 one's actually pretty spot on but um the work of soldier one i feel is just just perfect just yeah yeah well very well executed oh yeah scar joe definitely embodies that role yeah she yeah. is black widow for me right exactly yeah. yeah you know she's she's one of those characters now that if she's in another movie i always just think oh it's black widow mm-hmm. you know she's yeah. just that iconic with that role um so my number two i have going back to bvs um batman but not the um regular costume the metal costume for the uh, the fight with Superman, nice like the uh, iron. Yeah, one the right iron up. iron Batman. Yeah, and then he gets ripped off. Half of it's like ripped off, and he's oh, still yeah. battling. Love that I costume. Love that. And, and again, right out of Frank Miller, right? Yeah. Oh man, that's a nice looking costume. Whoever was the costume designer on Batman vs Superman needs a raise, or needs to be like involved in all the DC movies. Yeah. Yeah, no, good call. Are you, are you sure you want to say that? <laughs> we got that Flash costume. It looks like she had like a hundred different pieces. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, like still, I'm still waiting to see how that plays out on the big screen because I think you know it might look cooler. I think what they're going for is the injustice, of yeah. the, the game yeah, with like the definitely. different, and you know maybe it'll come out cool. I mean, I, I liked Aquaman's look. Um, Cyborg looked cool from what I saw. So. Yeah. So that one's pretty cool. Awesome. So what do you got for uh, number one, Troy? Yeah, Captain America, Age of Ultron. Nice. Now, this one's pretty much like the one from Civil War, except this one's a little... I like it more because it's a little more blue, like it's like a lighter yeah. blue. And it has the white, mm-hmm. a little bit more white, whereas I feel the Civil War is just too much blue. So this one feels a little more like the Marvel Now Captain America costume, which I'm a big fan of. It's my favorite Captain America costume. So yeah, boom, I'm going with uh, Age of Ultron. Love it. A little bit of redemption from him going from your worst right. to your best. Yeah, you know? he stepped it up. He's, you got a good tailor through yeah. it. <laughs> what do you think, Wade? I think it's a great costume. Yeah. I think, you know, with Captain America, they can't do the whole, like, it look like fish scales no. from the comic book. No. no. It would be interesting to see them try to do it just like, as a concept. Right. Yeah. But in practicality, 
You can't. No. It's it's we're talking like you know a guy has to wear this for yeah. like two and a half hours. <laughs> Poor yeah. Chris Evans. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that I think that that costume's definitely good. Um, mm. Totally does justice to the character. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be interesting. And as a side, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do if he gets a shield back. Right. Yeah. I'm hoping he goes for the digital. Yeah. You know, oh um, yeah, like the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon, and they did it in the comics for a bit too when he was like took on the Nick Fury kind of role. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, will see. I like the uh, first Captain America when he's still in World War Two and he's got like the uh, not the circular shield but it's kind of like oblong. Or oh, like shape. his original classic. Yeah, one the comics. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't have the uh, mask yet. He's just wearing like the uh, bomber helmet and stuff. Yeah, that one was really cool. That's kind of out of like the Ultimate Comics. Books, yeah, a little bit, yeah. That look at the the early uh, version of him. But yeah, it's like a crest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 That's really yeah. cool. Oh, speaking of shields, yeah. one last thing. <laughs> in Agents of Shields, yeah, the guy, Director Coulson, he actually has he has he has a robotic arm, and there's a building exploding above him, and he actually has the shield come out. Oh, really? Oh, awesome! I oh, didn't even know nice. that. It's like a little thing. He's like, and then he has this one line. Some. So it goes along the lines. I'm butchering it, by the way. It's like you know, why shouldn't the director of Shield have a shield? Oh. Yeah. And so he opens it up. It's got the Shield logo on it. Yeah, that's and cool. They, they clear the rubble off, and then it goes back into his hand. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So they're probably going to bring it in then for uh, the next Cap movie. I hope yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good choice. Yeah, yeah. So before we end here, my number one, I have the original Christopher Reeve Superman. Oh, that's a classic. Pretty comic accurate with the red trunks. You know, I was debating between Man of Steel, but I still am more of a fan of the trunks. And hmm. for coming out in the 70s, you know, we talked about like some bad costumes in the 80s. This one looks spot on. Yeah. You know, the Christopher Reeves, he looks like Superman. He really acts does. like Superman. You know, we we're talking about Scarlett Johansson. Every time she was in another role, you think of Black Widow. Every time Christopher Reeves was seen... You just got Superman. Just the way he acted and then the class of the guy. He just embodied everything about Superman. So for me, number one, the S- Superman movie. Not so much Superman 4, Quest for Peace. But, uh, <laughs> I guess you know I could have included a- uh, Adam Man in worse costumes. But uh, I-, I thought to spare that movie from the yeah. budget issues. So, uh, you know, Superman, he's my man. Nice. So. I give him number one. Good job. Yeah, that's a good list, guys. Yeah, yeah. good list, yeah. guys. So this wraps up this episode. Wayne, thank you very much for coming on. It was a pleasure. I had a lot of fun with you. Uh, thank you very much for having me, guys. It's definitely interesting to be on the other end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, for everybody out there, where can everyone find you on uh, social media? At Artie Rebellion on Twitter. I post like comic stuff some of the yeah. time. But yeah, I just, I've been a fan of comics and media for a very long time. I don't think I'll ever stop. Oh, no. 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 It's a lifelong obsession. It really is. Yeah. yeah. You try to stop, but you're like, oh, that looks interesting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Is that a number one? Yeah. <laughs> number one cap. It's going to be worth millions. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'll just wait for the trade paperback. Yeah. Read it. Read it. Take my yeah. time with it. So, Wayne, thank you very much as again. And, uh, you know, we'd love to have you back yeah. whenever you're free or whenever one of us leave. Uh, <laughs> we'll do one big assemble where we have, like, Baron and Elliot and Wayne and... Tim, obviously, the whole crew. Yeah, the nerd room assembled. Yeah, maybe for, uh, what's it, Infinity Wars? <laughs> right. The next, maybe Justice League next year, you know. Yeah. We, we'd love to have all these people on, and it'd yeah. be a lot of fun. So thanks yeah. again. And um, for everyone here at the Nerd Room, I'm Sanjay. I'm Troy. I'm Wayne. This has been the Nerd Room. We are out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. You can find our hosts, Tim, Sunday, and Troy, on Twitter at TheNerdRM1912Podcasting and Troy, the boy 87 <laughs> <laughs>